Last night, the Ohio State Buckeyes and Ryan Day landed five-star transfer and number one overall player in the transfer portal, safety Caleb Downs from Alabama. Downs was down, no pun intended, to Georgia and Ohio State. And Ryan Day and the staff took a improvised flight down to Georgia to meet with Caleb Downs, and that sealed the deal. It was a surprise to many that Caleb Downs committed to Ohio State over Georgia, which is where Caleb Downs is from. That's his home state. But Ohio State finished runner-up in his recruitment, so it's not that big of a surprise either. This addition is huge because there was only one player leaving the elite Ohio State secondary from 2023, and that was Josh Proctor at safety. And now bringing in Caleb Downs to be a starter to fill that hole and for anywhere from great to elite Ohio State defensive backs are returning. I think this is going to be the best secondary in the country. Jim Knowles' defense might be the best defense in the country. And with Bill O'Brien and Ryan Day pursuing Julian Sayan out of the portal, with Will Howard committing Quinshawn Judkins, with Seth McLaughlin, with a top five recruiting class, and with 11 draft-eligible players returning, Ryan Day is building momentum for 2024, but also building pressure upon himself to win big in 2024. Welcome back, fellow football fanatics. Before we resume this video, please click the like button, punch that big red subscribe button, and click the notification bell so it dings so that you can get notified when I release more college football, Big Ten football, and Ohio State football content. This is the best Big Ten football channel on YouTube, and I am going to try to cover other conferences more thoroughly outside of the Big Ten in 2024. Lastly, if you want to support the channel, please check out my Patreon page via the link in the description or in the pinned comment. But I have to pause and really soak in just the fact that Ohio State's returning so much and they're gaining so much in the portal, and they didn't lose a lot either. They lost Kyle McCord, but I think that Will Howard is essentially a more aggressive athletic replacement. They lost Chip Trainum, but you've got Quinshawn Judkins, who's an upgrade. Matthew Jones is the only offensive lineman departing. And, and this video is about the secondary, but just talking overall before we dive deeper into the secondary specifically, the Buckeyes are returning a ton. Fleming left, but he's been inconsistent. Marvin Harrison Jr. and I would say Josh Proctor were the biggest losses. And Marvin Harrison Jr. is a guaranteed top 10 pick in this upcoming draft, and Josh Proctor's out of eligibility. So Ryan Day, I'm just telling you, he has to win big in 2024 because he has championship-caliber players everywhere. In fact, he has more championship-caliber players on the 2024 team, from what I understand, than he has on most of his teams even the 21 and 22 teams that had ridiculously high ceilings because of their offensive firepower and because they had who I think is the the GOAT Ohio State quarterback in C.J. Stroud, who
who, despite the fact that I'm a Michigan fan, I'm a huge fan of. He's my favorite college quarterback. Caleb Downs is the embodiment of a championship-caliber player. Downs, as a true freshman, was... When you have 70 solo tackles, over 100 total tackles, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, when you have three passes defended, two interceptions, one against A&M, one against Mississippi State, and you have over 10 tackles total against Texas, against Mississippi State, against LSU, nearly 10 against Tennessee. He's hard-hitting. He has some tackles for loss as well, and he's six foot, two hundred three pounds, freshman All American, and he started in every one of Alabama's games. And Nick Saban, hope your retirement's all well and good. I really admire him and what he's done for Alabama, and I think the system he's put at Alabama will give Kalen DeBoer success. Nick Saban praised him as a true freshman. He is, he's an elite phenom an alien, a unicorn, and putting him in a secondary that includes players like Denzel Burke, who will be a first-rounder in the 2025 NFL Draft, Lathan Ransom, who when healthy is an NFL player, Davis and Igbenosin, who will, I think, be an NFL quarter, cornerback, almost said quarterback, Jordan Hancock, uh, Jermaine Matthews Jr., who showed really good signs as a true freshman filling in for when Denzel Burke was injured at times. Uh, Sony Styles, Malik Hartford, Jahad Carter, who will be back for next season, and, and Calvin Simpson Hunt, and Lorenzo Styles Jr. as well, who transferred from Notre Dame to Ohio State and switched from wide receiver to defensive back. This secondary is no doubt, I think, the deepest in America. And Combining with returning production, looking only at starters and key impact players, you have Burke, you have Igbenosin, you have, now now you have Caleb Downs, and Jermaine Matthews Jr. And these are just players who stick out to me as high-ceiling players. You have four of them, and perhaps I'm missing a name or two, maybe more, really high-ceiling players on this secondary. And that's important. It's very important because I, I've, I've read in multiple different areas, I don't exactly know if this is true, but I think I can draw upon George's defense to support this case. It's easier to replace outgoing defensive line production than secondary production. The reason I say that Georgia is a key example of this is Georgia from 2021 to 2022 lost a plethora of talent. They didn't fall off at defensive line. They didn't fall off at linebacker, even despite Nolan Smith's brutal injury that season. They fell off at secondary. It is extremely hard to play defensive back, transforming from a high school defensive back to a college defensive back. And I've heard coaches and you know, former coaches say that as well. To return the amount of production, to have potentially six or more elite players, I say or more because I think Jermaine Matthews Jr. could be an elite player despite being cornerback number three or four, it's a blessing. 
it's something that Ryan Day and Jim Knowles have to capitalize on. I mean, look, look at these statistics. These are all the statistics, the production numbers from 2023 for these players. Denzel Burke, Jordan Hancock, Davis, and Igbenosin all have over 20 total tackles last season. They had four or more passes defended. Jordan Hancock had two picks, a pick six, two forced fumbles. Igbenosin had two fumble recoveries. Denzel Burke had eight passes defended. He, I think, tied with Josh Proctor in that category for first place for Ohio State. He had eight passes defended, a pick. Proctor will be missed. He was really good, very reliable, but Caleb Downs and Lathan Ransom and Sony Styles, that's a deep safety room, too. Downs again with over 100 total tackles, three passes defended, two picks, a forced fumble. Lathan Ransom had two passes defended, a pick, forced fumble, 34 total tackles. And Sonny Styles had 53 total tackles, two sacks, a pass defended, and a forced fumble. Sonny Styles, he's big, athletic, struggled with angles at times this season, but he's a he's a true sophomore. And he still has he still has learning to do. I'm curious to see how he fits in. I think that Ransom would start at safety. I think that Downs obviously would start. They're not bringing him in to be a backup. I'm curious to see if Styles, if they move him around a bit, if they create a special position for him or put him in special packages, because I do think that Ransom and Downs are the better safeties. And I don't think you'll see, I mean, Styles. He won't, I don't think he'll be starting, and he would have, I at least, would have projected him to be a starting safety for Ohio State this coming season, but then the unexpected happened. The unexpected was Caleb Downs committed to Ohio State over Georgia, and for corner, Ohio State's very blessed if they can retain all of their corners and not allow any of them to enter the transfer portal. Tim Walton is an elite recruiter and an elite developer as well. He has an awesome cornerback room. Igba Noson, Matthews Jr., Denzel Burke, uh, Jordan Hancock is listed at noseback, but he played corner for much of the 2023 season. This is the rlads.com depth chart, the final depth chart for the 2023 season, highlighting players who are leaving for the NFL draft. That's a deep corner room. That is a corner room that Michigan, they return Will Johnson, who's an All-American level corner from 2023, but with Mikey Sainra still leaving, just as an example for Michigan, well, how are they going to perform? Or for Penn State, Penn State's corners looked like, they quite frankly looked like freshmen, or they looked like garbage if they weren't in the Peach Bowl against Ole Miss. I think Ohio State definitely, along with Cooper DeGene leaving from Iowa. They have the best secondary in the Big Ten. I think they have the best secondary in the country as well. They will return more production at secondary than Georgia does, or Clemson, who's losing a plethora of talent on defense, or Florida State. They return an insane level of production, and they add. They add to the already booming potluck of elite talent on the defense. With Caleb Downs, very impressive addition. And, I mean, reflecting on the team overall, 
this defense, you, you couldn't get too much better than the defense that Jim Knowles put out in 2023 last season. You could improve along the defensive line, but I think some of that had to do more with scheme and the fact that Ohio State purposefully played a ultra-conservative bend-but-don't-break defense with occasionally bringing aggression, but they played wide technique that opens up holes in the defensive line in order for an offense to run, but also for the defensive line to get a better angle and pass rush. And they relied a lot on their linebackers to keep gap integrity. And when you only have two linebackers, that can sometimes be hard to do. But Ohio State's secondary, I think, was the strong point in this defense last season. I think it'll be even stronger this season. I expect the defensive line, talking about the defense overall, this secondary will help the defensive line. It'll help the front seven do their job better. Because last season, we saw Ohio State zero blitz or send more pressure than we usually see from Jim Knowles, which was just four men going forward, maybe five. And the secondary hold their, held their own, whether they were totally one-on-one or whether they had no safety help. Ohio State's secondary really never got beat outside of that one deep play against Missouri. That's really the only time I remember Ohio State's secondary getting beat deep, and that was because they were tired, and that was the worst offensive performance all season that I had seen from Ohio State, obviously due to the you know third-string quarterback situation, the offensive line rotation being crap because of shortened practices, and Marvin Harrison Jr. not playing. All those things factored into that, plus you know poor play calling, of course. Can't excuse the coaches there. But linebacker, just relating to the defense all around, I think that Ohio State may want to look to the portal for a linebacker. I know that Cody Simon is returning. C.J. Hicks, Gabe Powers, Court Williams the second. These are going to be players that will have to step up in some capacity because I don't expect Ohio State to be pursuing two transfer portal linebackers. Maybe they won't even pursue one. But the defensive line returns everyone except Michael Hall Jr., They should improve. The secondary somehow will improve, despite the fact that I think they were the best or one of the best at bare minimum in the country last season. And I just can't express how big of an addition Caleb Downs was because Ohio State already had one of the best, I think the top two secondary in the country, entering this season. And now I think you can't dispute the fact that they will have or at least based on what we know in the preseason, they should have the number one secondary in the country. So that's all I have to say in this video. I would talk for longer, but when you're just talking about one position unit like this, and it's mainly a reaction to an incoming transfer player and not necessarily a total deep dive into the secondary, which is something that I very likely will be doing as we have all the time in the world, before the 2024 season, there probably will be a future video like taking a deep dive into the secondary position for Ohio State. But for now, that's all I have to say here. Great addition by Ryan Day and Jim Knowles. It adds even more pressure on Ohio State, but I think Ohio State, they need it. 
and they know that they have to win big. It would be unusual for a, a team of Ohio State status, a program of that status, to not have pressure after not winning their conference and losing to their main rival for three years in a row. Thanks to Crash2488, an Ohio State Buckeye fan, by the way, for sponsoring this video as a Heisman patron. Thanks to Spencer Bringhurst for sponsoring this video as an All-American patron. And thanks to Will Loftus, Gabriel Callender, Roaming Gnome, Matthew Sale, Chris Lane, Austin Christmas, and Zubin Zah for sponsoring this video as an All-Conference patron. If you're listening via Spotify, make sure to follow the channel. And if you're listening on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button once again. Click the notification bell and like this video. And if you want to support the channel, please check out my Patreon page via the link in the description on the end screen that you're seeing right now or below in the pinned comment. Have a great day, guys, and I will see you all around. Bye-bye.